Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to share with us something today. And I want to first welcome you all to this Sunday service from wherever you tuned in from, in your house, in your car, wherever you are, wherever we're reaching you from. We welcome you to Sunday service. Be blessed. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I want to talk about the seed of God's word. The seed of God's word. The seed of God's word. Let's go to Luke chapter 8. Luke chapter 8. Luke chapter 8. Are we in Luke chapter 8? Hallelujah. Jesus tells a parable in this chapter. Well, he speaks many different ones, but there's a major parable here concerning the word that it brings to our understanding. It says, it speaks of a parable of the sower. Hallelujah. Are we together? He says, uh, let me read from, uh, I'm going to read from the Amplified Bible, Amplified Classic. Bring some beautiful things there. Alright. Mm-hmm. And when, verse 4, and when a very great throng was gathering together, And people from town after town kept coming to Jesus. He said in a parable, A sower went out to sow seed, and as he sowed, some fell along the traveled path, and some trodden underfoot, and the birds, sorry, and was trodden underfoot. And the birds of the air ate it up. And some seed fell on the rock. And as soon as it sprouted, it withered away because it had no moisture. And other seed fell in the midst of the, of the thorns. And the thorns grew up with it and choked it off. Are we together? The thorns grew up with it. And some seed fell into this, into good soil and grew up and yielded a crop a hundred times as great. As he said these things, he called out, he who has, he called out, he who has ears to hear, let him Let him be listening and let him consider and understand by hearing. That's good. Praise the Lord. He says, let him listen and let him consider and understand by hearing. That's good. 
Verse 9. And when he, when his disciples asked him the meaning of this parable, he said to them, To you it has been given to come, he says, to you it has been given to come comprehensively to know, that is to recognize and understand more strongly and clearly the mysteries the secrets of the kingdom of God. But for others, they are in parables. So that though looking, they may not see. And hearing, they may not comprehend. Praise the Lord. There he was quoting the the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah 6, verse 9 and 10. And even Jeremiah. Praise the Lord and Ezekiel. He quotes them. Uh Look. Now the meaning of this parable, of the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. Are you with me? Did you hear that? The seed is the word of God. I want you to understand that very well. The word of God is seed. Amen? And even in this parable, as it narrates to them and shows them the sower and the seed, he tells them that, um, now, this seed that you hear, that was, that a sower went with and planted, is the word of God. Are you with me? Very important. Very important. Let's continue. Uh-huh. And then, after showing us that the seed is the word of God, now he begins to explain the parable. What he was talking about. In this parable. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Then he says. Those along the travel. Sorry. Those along the traveled road. Are the people who have heard. Then the devil comes. And carries away the message. Out of their hearts. That they may not believe. Acknowledge me. As their savior. And devote themselves to me. And be saved here and hereafter. Did you hear that? So the seed that fall on the roadside. It says it's those that had the word. But what happens? Immediately the devil came and snatched it away. He removed it to them. So that they may not understand. Why? Because if they understand, they will be saved. Did you hear that? You see, you see why he is attacking and robbing from them the word? It is because of what the word will do in them. Come on. Let me repeat it. He says, those along the travel, the, the traveled road are the people who have had then the devil comes and carries away. Uh, uh, another one says, the devil comes immediately. Are you with me? One of the things I learned about the word of God is that uh, the enemy is after the word. Well, because he knows that if you receive this word, receive it with the right mind, with the right attitude, the word has the ability to make you what he talks about. So the moment the word comes, the devil will come too. 
You should understand that. Your receiving of the word attracts the attention of the devil immediately. Because the devil wants you back, you know, in a very, 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 uh, uh, you know, he doesn't desire the best for you in any sense. He wants you low. He wants you destroyed. He wants you to be, you know, always complaining and lacking. What? That's where he wants you. Are you with me? So when the word comes or is directed to you, the first thing the enemy will do is to attack. Are you with me? This explains why after receiving a prophecy, you have gone back, the prophecy is telling you, um, uh-huh. God has increased you, money has come. After going like this, those that need money call you. Are you with me? And everything else is trying to tell you one thing that you do not have. Why is that? It's because the enemy is after the other word. Are we together? I learned something about how the, 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 the devil operates. The trickeries of the, of the enemy. He usually does the opposite of what God is doing. And he makes it shout so loud. Why? That you may be distracted. You may get your attention off of what God is doing to what the devil is doing and miss God. It's one of his tricks. That's the reason why one of the things, when I learned his tricks, now he's, 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 he's one of the things that work for my good. I know something is happening when I see an attack. Understand, when the devil wants your attention in one way, God's attention is the opposite. So if you do the opposite of what he's telling you, you will walk with God. Yeah, well, because that's where God is always. The devil can never tell you what is true. Are you with me? If he tells you, look, you should close your eyes. Are you with me? If he tells you, look, you should close your eyes. Why? Because whatsoever he's trying to tell you to look at is not something to look at. That's what the devil does. You should understand that and win. I learned it. Praise the Lord. So when, when I see the enemy trying to do something here, I just know God's attention is on something else. The opposite. Are we together? So now, I, I, I checked out and I saw which, where am I being attacked? And then I know this is what God is working on. Amen. So instead of doing what and having, you know, crying and being concerned about this and this and this and this, I just begin celebrating what I don't see with my eyes. Because that's what is happening. Let me give you an example. When Moses was born, Moses was a savior. What happened? He was a savior of a nation. The attack that came in, the devil went and destroyed. There was a massacre. Are you with me? Where baby boys were killed. Why? Because a baby boy had been born. That was going to save all Israel. So what does he do? He makes the whole nation cry. 
so that their attention is not on the baby boy that has been born that will liberate them from the slavery to their baby boys that had been what? Killed. What has he done? He attacked the entire nation because this boy was to affect the entire nation. So that if the whole nation will get their attention off of what God is doing, they will not flow with God. Come on now. What about Jesus? When he was born, what happened? The same thing. He was the savior of the world. So other people had to be mourning their children so that they do not realize that the time someone has been born. But you see, if your child has gone and you and the other children that are still in you will be saved by the one that has been born, you should pay your attention to the one that has been born and celebrate. But the enemy would distract, cause you to look at the wrong thing and miss the right thing that is happening. That's how many people have missed God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. They looked at what they ought not to be looking at. And later, they were distracted. Praise the Lord. It's like God building you for greatness and then the devil begins to show you the opposite of greatness. And at the end, you are convinced. So you go and leave what God is doing. That's how many people miss it. So now knowledge has come to you. Be liberated. Hallelujah. You know when the devil begins to point out things, just understand that something is attacking that is not telling you. Did you get that? He attacked and robbed from the word least that these people would believe it and be saved. Did you hear me? Did you hear that? It is not just the word. It is what the word will produce in them and what will happen in them. So he attacks. So you just find that he rubs it away from you. He will find some way of distracting you and getting it out of you. Why? Because the moment you believe it, it's going to save you. And it doesn't want you saved. So you would rather attack when it has come. Are you with me? Let's continue. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Verse 13. And those upon the rock are the people who, when they hear the word, receive and welcome it with joy. But these have no roots. Did you hear that? But these have no root. They believe for a while. And in time of trial and temptation, fall away, withdraw and stand aloof. Interesting. Did you hear that? It says, they receive it with excitement. But the word has no root. What happens? They believe it for a while. But when times of trials and temptation come, they let go of it. Are we together? 
Now let me tell you something. Uh, did you note something here? He says they receive it with excitement. With joy. They are happy as it comes. But it has no root. Not that. That's the main bit in that. It has come. Their heads have received it and what? But it has not been grounded in them. So what happens? When trials and temptation come, let's continue. He says, you get it? He says, have no root. And as for Okay, okay. Have you got that? So, the word has no root in them. So when trials and temptations come, they believe it for a while. Trials and temptations come, it's gone out of them. Are you with me? Now, how do you ground the word in you? How do you cause the word to have root in you? It's through meditation. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. After receiving it with gladness, Go back, meditate upon it, and let it be grounded. Let it have root in you. So what happens that even when trials come, you will win by the word. Are we together? Let's continue. Uh Uh-huh. Verse 14. And as for what fell among the thorns, these are the people who hear, but as they go on their way, they are choked and suffocated with the anxieties and cares and riches and pleasures of life. And their fruit does not ripen, come to maturity and perfection. Interesting. Interesting. You know, let me tell you this. Hallelujah. I want to, I give you God's word. That by God's word you may be able to grow. Are you with me? Well, because that's true growth. That's why I'm giving you God's word. Because God's plan for you is that by the word you may grow. By the word you may grow. Did you hear that? By the word you may grow. That is sure growth. It is a sure foundation. Where you are building on the word. Building on the word. So, if you receive the word rightly, now listen, he says that there are those that receive it and go their way. But as they are going, they are carried on with their anxieties and cares of the world. And the riches, are we together? The riches and all these things of life, they suffocate the word. Did you hear that? So, the cares and riches of this life, these things of the world, they are intending to suffocate the word. To suffocate your cares for them is after the word in you. That at the end, that which you have received may not grow to maturity in you. Haven't you met people that can quote the word and yet you don't see it in them? 
one point, you see, there is nothing as wrong as you deceiving yourself. Are you with me? Some people deceive themselves. The Bible says, don't be hearers in James chapter 1 verse 22. It says, be ye doers of the word, not hearers only. Deceiving your own self. How do you deceive yourself? It is you convince your spirit to believe a lie. Are you with me? To deceive a lie. How? Because you are receiving the word and it is not working in you. You are not acting on it. What happens? And then you go on and get carried away by different things. Let me me tell you this, children of God. Let me tell you something. I was meditating on something. And I say, this came to me. If you work on being the right person, are you with me? Every other thing that is needed for you to live rightly and to live that kind of life will be located to you. God's issue is not money. Not at all. Now, if the non-believers have money, are you with me? So you think God has an issue with it? Are we together? When Jesus came, why didn't he choose the entire nation as his disciples? Even when he had more than you know, had many of them following. He turned and spoke and cut them off by the word. He gave them a hard saying and he knew it would get them off. Well, because he was not interested in the masses. Did you hear me? If it was masses, why didn't he just go for the entire Israel? He was sent to Israel. Why didn't the entire Israel become his disciples? Because his plan was to reach the world. Are you with me? What am I saying? It's not in the majority. It's not how many people are doing this. It's not how many people are... It's not. Don't identify and look at yourself and define yourself by what everybody else is doing. Many people have made mistakes because they have followed the masses. God does not, God is not in the masses. Are you with me? It is better for you to be the right person than you rising up and following what everybody is following. Or because tomorrow you will discover that that's not it. Are you with me? Are we together? Are you following me? Now, if you pay attention to God's word, the word of God has the ability to make you. Are you with me? It has the ability to make you, to build you up. Build you up rightly. But you see, one of the things that choke the word, this is why you can find someone, and, and God is doing something beautiful in them. Are often times. The cares of the world come and choke the word, suffocate it. In such a way that they, they left 
believing. They had resolved. They said this is how it's going to work. But later on, they cannot stand on it. Why? Because they paid attention to something that will harm the word in them. And later on, you find them that the word has not grown in them. It is still on the low plans. It cannot influence them. Are you following me? Are we together? Take note. Years ago, let me tell you, some of the things, if, if you see, all of us are called, amen? Together, all of us are called, but the Bible says, few are what? Are chosen. And how many people want that bit? So who are the called and who are the chosen? How do you know you are chosen? And all those things. Am, am I chosen? Am I what? How do you know you are sure the chosen? A chosen person is automatically different from everybody. Isn't it? Now you can know that you are chosen or not by what you are doing. <laughs> yes. If you are in the general class, you just know you are still part of the cold. Which general class? There are things that everybody will do. You follow what everybody is doing. Now, 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 me, I don't feel like, and what? And you think you are chosen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yeah, yeah, you still, you're still related with God by how you would want. Me? Uh-uh. I don't feel like it. I feel like it. Check yourself. <laughs> now someone says, ah. all this time I thought I was chosen. Because I do that a lot. Mm. God does not say, okay, now I've chosen you. No, it is your response to God's word that makes you different. Are you with me? It's, it's, God, God will not come and say, okay, now, <laughs> you, you have been, yes, you are putting yourself among the chosen. You are not chosen. Go back. No. It's if you see you as chosen and choose to walk that way, so are you. You should understand something. Your response to God's word defines you. Your response to God's word defines you. God is not about to define you. He has already done everything. So now, what you do concerning God's word is what defines you. Do you know there are people that were God designed? God never, the Bible says, God does not, God never designed anybody for, to be destroyed. That this one is for the devil and what and what and what. No. God has made you. And the Bible says God made man perfect. And man destroyed himself. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, what you be, what you're going to become and what is your choice. You can choose to be a mediocre. What is being a mediocre? Let me tell you. What is being a mediocre? Is to settle for less. And yet there was much for you. 
There you have become a mediocre. Don't ever be deceived by the outside. It does not matter how beautiful it looks like. Live above it. Live by the word. The chaos of this world, what does it do? Shocks the word. Many people go wrong and they are taken off by what? The riches. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The riches of this world. Glory to God. The riches of this world. And then later on, all they know is how to quote it. But it's not in them. It is unchoked and suffocated with the anxieties and cares and riches and pleasures of life. And their fruit does not ripe. Is, you know, does not repent. Come to maturity and perfection. I made a choice years ago. And I chose to stay on it. I chose to follow the word. And to walk in the word. I chose that path. Are you with me? And I refuse to sell out. Sell out. I refuse. I'm not going to change. Did you hear me? I'm not going to change. What I decided to do, I will stick to it. It does not matter what happens. I refuse to be taken up by the cares and the riches and the pleasures of life. 